Hello, welcome back to the Aquarian Mother podcast. This is episode 6 and it's a little bit of a comeback, so I'm gonna talk about this. Welcome to the Aquarian Mother podcast, a podcast that supports you in your journey in motherhood. I am your host, Marie-Andrée, a mother, meditator and yogini and I specialize in gently supporting mother both IRL and online. Hey there, so I have been missing for the last, uh, is it two months, I think, and um, well, it's all good because it's summer so maybe a lot of you were also on a break but it was a bit unexpected i must say so yeah i'm here today to make my big comeback <laughs> and explain a bit um tell the story a little bit of what happened and yeah talk to you about navigating changes in the family, um, life events, mental health, uh, parenting, keeping up with the practice, keeping up with self-love and self-care. So here we go. I am not so prepared. Sometimes I prepare a lot uh, the outline of the episode, but this time I just, I actually did not think I would record today, but I just got the opportunity, meaning sometime alone in a silent space. So I just thought I would take advantage of it and just jump in here and tell you what happened is that I was preparing a bunch of episodes. They are actually still um, some of them are recorded they just needed a little editing um, about postpartum and payments and all things yeah postpartum because it was um, postpartum mental health month awareness or something I guess back in was it in May so I was doing this and we were actually traveling um, with my one year old. So he turned uh, one year old there in Dubai when we were visiting and my partner, we were uh, staying with his family. So his family is not from the Emirates, but uh, some of his family members have a house there and uh, work there sometimes. So we were meeting everyone there uh, it was the first time his parents would meet our son. Uh, yeah, so we were in Dubai and, uh, you know, family is one of the <laughs> best ways, like spending time with family is one of the best ways to get your button pushed. So, you know, they say they know your button because they, <laughs> they invented it. So it was actually a bit uh, challenging for for both of us, I guess, for my partner, because he was under a lot of stress. Um, it was a bit triggering to see his family and for me, because he was not so 
he did not have the bandwidth and the mental space to be with us and be caring with us in the way I would have appreciated because of this. And so I feel like I had to be a very big um, emotional support with him, which is okay. I was always very... Um, keen on giving this support um, but it was a bit challenging and eventually um, there was some sort of cataclysmic family discussion you know and uh, I, I could see that it was really really shocking like in his body he had a lot of things to digest and so we were supposed to travel then to Canada because I had a exhibition coming and it's a it's a collective project with two of my very very good friends so my partner could not get the visa um, my son has a Canadian passport because I'm Canadian but uh, my partner could not get his visa on time and so I had to travel alone with our one-year-old and uh, yeah so this took a bit of a toll on me and I could not uh, keep up with the podcast at this point but I had a very good time there in Canada with my two friends we were lodged in a wonderful Airbnb next to the St. Laurent River it was amazing and um, actually the Childcare was very nice. It was very flowy, so um, I felt very good in this uh, configuration with three adults. Um, and yeah, it was very full of care. And this is also an aspect that is very important in our work as a collective. Um, so yeah, that was quite nice and in myself I was thinking, well that's amazing that my partner has these, these three weeks for himself so he can recharge, so he can take care of himself, he can come back from the shock uh, with his family and all that. So I thought, okay, maybe like that's a good thing that... For some reason, he could not get the, the visa on time and he had to stay behind here in Finland. And um, yeah, but when after three weeks, uh, we came back, my son and I, to Helsinki and the mood was really weird. And to make a long story short, um, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how to say this without saying. Uh, seeming like I'm blaming or anything but um, we were really not attuned uh, with my partner and actually uh, the three weeks uh, as a kind of a bachelor guy were really so um, attractive to him that I think he just want to keep in this kind of mode of I quote, being able to do what he wants, when he wants. So since then, I guess we are on a weird um, 
now I'm thinking probably my parents, <laughs> maybe my parents are going to listen to this. But we are on a weird reconfiguration of our family, which uh, of course is quite, um, can be quite stressful. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the story. Um, that being said, I just wanted to kind of... Um, come here and talk about the fact that it is possible to um, find balance and um, I was actually quite lucky because I kind of jumped on the train of the summer solstice so I could do some practice collectively I could actually now with the jet lag my son was sleeping longer than i would sleep in the morning which was amazing so for um, when i came back from canada and all these um, i don't know reconfiguration happened i could actually wake up for sadhana and i would um, uh, practice so there's this i talked about it already but the rama community do this every year uh, 40 days before the summer solstice of um, global sadhana of long ekonkar and i could join on the solstice i joined the practice it's on zoom and it was led by my dear teacher nan satya and that specific morning and then i practiced a lot on that day of the solstice and i thought okay like i have been there before um having hard time i mean i had a very harsh divorce and what got me through it was the practice and i'm like just okay this is not my first rodeo i know how to do i know exactly what i need to get through this to keep my sanity and to be able to function and now i have this beautiful son for whom i want to be present and attentive and the best version of myself so i was really motivated and there's this very special energy actually on the solstice which is very supportive and very like it can carry you like we say in Kundalini that this can carry you until the winter solstice actually. So I jumped on this train and I started to do uh, more of my sadhana in the hours in the morning where it's the most beneficial. So I was so happy to be able to do this and I just thought, okay, let's like, I'm going to come back to myself and this is part of myself or at least this is, this is part of the self I want to be the most right i want to be um in my practice and this makes me feel good and not that it is a an ego thing or like i'm really attached to this identity but it makes me better so and um, as my teacher nansatya always says my son deserves a mother who meditates and I really believe in that. So, okay, so that's the first thing. So I was uh, practicing more and finding, uh, carving more time to, to practice. So that, that was amazing. It was a good timing in a way.
there, there are a few things I can do for myself to ensure that I am good and available and functioning. It is working so far. It has been working out. So first, I do my practice. This is my most important thing. Um, second, and some of you will say, okay, this is part of the practice because we should take the cold shower before uh, sadhana. But I make sure to take at least one cold shower um, every day. So this you can you can look it up actually, but it's extremely beneficial. And if you can do also cold plunges, it's even better probably and actually we are very lucky here in Helsinki because uh, if we go to the sea uh, and there's the sea just like uh, one block down from my house even if we are in July or in June uh, back in June it is very very cold the water is still very cold so it it comes as a cold plunge um, it's not like the ice swimming because guys here in Finland, uh, people do ice swimming. I mean, not everyone, but it's a very, very common thing that you would just like walk along the water in the winter and see people with their robes and they're like kind of, it's like the wet suit shoes and um, gloves and they just like, they, they go ice swimming. So they, they have their bathing suits and those big shoes and gloves and usually a beanie on their head and they, they go high swimming. So, okay, June, July, not really ice swimming, but still very cold. So I make sure to have my cold water dose every day, which is amazing actually for the nervous system. It is amazing for... Uh, your vagus nerve or vagal nerve i never know how to say this in english and yeah you should just like look it up there is plenty of um, evidence-based information out there so that's the second thing i make sure to do every day then the third thing is that i am consuming saffron so this maybe has been easy for me because my son's father is from Iran and there is always plenty of saffron in the house. <laughs> so um, yes, and his sister is coming to visit soon and uh, she's been tasked to bring me a lot of saffron but um, the research is actually saying that 30 milligrams so that's about like 15 strains of saffron um, a day is having effect on your mental health uh, same as most antidepressin antidepressor antidepressor anyway these are like um, i don't know like sertaline and uh, fluoxetine and things like this so what i do to take my saffron um, is to i ground it so iranian people would know <laughs> what i'm talking about you can have this little um, mortar and just i ground it and i um, 
infuse it with hot water and I put it in a tea. Usually my uh, favorite has been with some lavender, some rose and some uh, holy basil and then the saffron and a little bit of soy milk. And this is my very favorite hot drink with my saffron. So fourth thing has been to journal. So yes, I will say that it's not absolutely a daily practice of mine uh, these days because motherhood and everything and I am still uh, working uh, on my business and my offers um, to accompany moms even though I have not been doing the podcast lately I have still been working so um, and of course taking care of my child who's not yet in the daycare and um, yes so journaling as often as I can and I will not lie like journaling we always like hear about it and everyone knows they should do it and blah 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 sometimes it's really hard sometimes of course you don't want to sit down and face or maybe you're afraid what's gonna come out on the page and that's exactly why you should do it but obviously sometimes it's uncomfortable sometimes the only time I would have to journal is before bed and I don't want to get into it or things like that that being said I would recommend the practice uh, that is given in the book The Artist Way by Julia Cameron uh, of the morning pages so uh, to make it short the idea is to write every morning three pages of automatic writing so you don't censor you don't even read them after you just like three pages every every morning of whatever is kind of polluting your brain and you just put them on paper and then you get a lot of mental space for um other things <laughs> instead of all this pollution so I would say this might be easier um, emotionally sometimes to just do it like this and in the morning I know sometimes when I would sit to write uh, before bed it can make it a little bit harder for me but anyway uh, I try to journal every time I get a chance and um, yeah fifth thing is I um, listen to a lot of podcasts um, that feel supportive of someone in my situation meaning um, anything that is kind of yeah like um, supportive of this specific issue maybe of like um, dealing with ex type of partner or ex partner dealing with maybe solo parenting because I see that this is where uh, probably my my life is going dealing with um, anything or like mental health uh, advice or well-being in general so uh, I mean, this is pretty basic advice, but it 
is very uh, nurturing to me and very supportive and I obviously feel uh, way less alone. It's uh, in a way normalizing the situation. It's also uh, given me some mm, clarity, uh, recognition of for myself of what's what has been happening and some yeah some sense of support and community which is a bit weird because I don't I'm not in contact with the people talking in those podcasts um, but it really feels less lonely it feels like it can give me tools it gives me clarity and um, it keeps me in a kind of a positive um, mood about the changes and how to balance uh, my life. So those are the five things I make sure to do, like I included in my daily life. So I'm, I'm quite proud and happy that I could maintain this. And of course, I have a very... Uh, very beautiful motivation which is my wonderful son he is growing so well and he is such a ray of light and of joy and i just want to remember to pause sometimes and just be present to him and connect with him and and i'm so lucky because he is such a cuddler so we cuddle all the time and he has the most beautiful smile so that has been for sure one of my anchor and yeah so hopefully um, I'm not putting any pressure on myself but I really really cherish these podcast ideas there are a lot of aquarium moms I have been in contact with before that um and uh, I am planning to have on the podcast and they are all amazing women, amazing mothers, amazing artists and teachers. So this is very dear to me to have them here in the podcast and talking to you. And um, I really, really believe this is having... Uh, very positive impact on the world yes nothing less i mean the way we parent our children is the way we're gonna change the future make the world a better place that is for sure so um, that's for one thing and the second thing is those women and everyone having these these positive effect in the world are also reasons why i managed to uh, be that grounded for instance in this kind of cataclysmic uh, situation now I find myself in my life and also um, just very important to encounter these positive teachers on my healing path so yeah I want to be able to give back to others in the way I was given so I hope you will stay tuned and I'm very sorry about um, 
this long break. Um, hopefully next episode will come soon. And also my son is starting daycare in the beginning of September. So uh, hopefully, not hopefully, but surely um, work will be easier for me then. And um, there will be uh, more episodes and I'm, I'm also very confident everything will sort itself and I also believe in divine timing and things always ending up the way they should be when we are there to receive them. So, okay, uh, that's all for me today. I'm very happy I had the opportunity to come and stay Hi, and explain a bit what's happening. So, I am very grateful for everything that has been supporting me, and I am very grateful for you being here and listening to me. And I wish you a very good day. See you soon. Satnam. You've been listening to the Aquarian Mother podcast. Thank you for being with us. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review. And don't forget to follow us so you don't miss out. See you next time.